What's up, guys, and welcome to The Struggle Is Over, the podcast. I am your host, Latanya Hines, the author of the book, The Struggle Is Over, Finding Joy After Rape. Now, if you are new here, we are a bunch of joy chasers seeking to find joy in whatever life brings us. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Um, I, I do want to dive into something that's been on my heart, Ephesians 6, 13, through 14. And it talks about standing strong, even when things get tough. And you know, life has such a way of throwing curveballs, right? It feels like everything is just against us, right? But here's the thing. We are not defenseless. The Bible talks about standing your ground, not fleeing, but really standing firm when the enemy comes knocking, like standing there like like I'm bad. I I ain't got nothing to worry about when the enemy comes knocking. Right. And that's how the Bible, the phrase stand firm or stand. It appears in so many scriptures throughout the Bible. Right. Emphasizing the importance of resilience and perseverance and commitment to our beliefs. For instance, in Ephesians 6, 13 through 14, it says, Therefore, and this is the NIV version that I'm reading. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand and then it stops there in the next sentence says, stand firm then. Right. The King James Version says, therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand again, that next sentence starting with stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having a breastplate of righteousness. The sentence ends with the word stand and then the next sentence begins with the word stand you see stand a couple of times in that particular scripture and when you see those words back to back like that and then the sentence starting the sentence that is an emphasis on the word that means that word is important right to stand this verse highlights the significance of being spiritually prepared and equipped to face challenges, standing one's ground in faith and continuing to stand firm even after even after having confronted whatever difficulties, right? The concept of standing again or continuing to stand implies that persistence, that determination, uh, emphasizing even in the face of, you know, adversity or setbacks that we are encouraged to remain steadfast in our faith and convictions, right? It's a call to resilience, urging individuals to really just rise after falling and to maintain their spiritual stance. When I think of a stance, I think of like your legs spread apart a little bit and you you just got this stance like Muhammad Ali or, or George Foreman, right? And you have this stance in the face of your trials. And, and it says we are not defenseless. It's a powerful reminder that we are so equipped with something something very powerful, a sword, right? And not just talking about, of course, the literal sword. Paul talks about the full armor of God, right? I remember we used to sing uh, when my kids were in Christian school and and I worked at a Christian academy. We used to sing uh, the praise song. I got my feet shot, um, got my sword of the spirit, my breastplate of righteousness, helmet of salvation. You remember that song? If you don't, 
that song was so cool. But anyway, it talks about the full armor of God, the belt of truth, the breast, breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of, of, of peace, right? Shoes of the gospel of peace, of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, that sword of the spirit, the one that I'm talking about, the word of God, referring to the power of God's word in spiritual warfare. So when you're in spiritual warfare, boom, you got your sword and it, you need the whole armor, right? You need to know how to put on the whole armor and have it and be ready. Um, so when a challenge comes, it's like a battle. Right. And our defense isn't just standing there hoping things get better. We can't just wishing in the hope and wishing in the hope. And we got to dive into the word and understand it and know how to use it. Just like knowing how to use a sword. If you're in a fight and you fighting and you don't know how to use the sword. Well, you ain't going to be that effective. So we got to dive into the word, understand it, and then know how to use it. The devil, while he is, is a son of a gun, he's conniving, he's cunning. He knows our weak spots. He might, he don't know our heart. He can't, the devil don't know your heart, but he knows our weakness. That's why he's able to use it so well against us when we're in the most vulnerable places, right? He's able to use those, what he knows is our weak spots against us. But guess what? The word of God is our weapon against those attacks. So let me break it down for us for like our every day, right? If we had if we had a day where everything just seems to go wrong, right? You know, you your boss isn't happy with you. Maybe you messed up at work. Maybe your bills are piling up. Maybe you got a really bad doctor's uh, report on this day. Your relationship is strained, right? It's like an onslaught of just struggle after struggle after struggle, right? And it's just coming on you, right? Piling up, right? But here's the thing, just like in that verse, it's about standing. Don't let those things knock you down. Understand that where your strength lies, that is key. But here's the thing. Just like in that verse, it's about standing. Don't let those things knock you down. We have to understand where our strength lies. So this is this is three things. I'm going to give you three things to talk about how we you know, have those uh, practical things that we can do every day to help us in those times when, when the devil is busy or when we're being attacked. So one is a daily dose of scripture. Even if it's just one verse a day, if you start your day with a verse or a scripture or a chapter, or however much you want to read, it's like putting on that armor before stepping into the battlefield. The second thing is memorizing these verses. We, we used to teach the kids and, and I always refer to the Christian Academy because I love those kids so much. And they're, when I was there, they're grown now, but we, we used to give them, they used to have to memorize Bible verses, right? So if you can memorize key verses, when you're in the thick of it, those verses that you've memorized become your defense. You know, there's something incredible about memorizing scriptures, especially when things get really tough. Because think about this. You're in the middle of a storm. You can barely find the words to pray. You, 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 you out. You in the bed, balled up under the covers, crying, pillow soaking wet from the tears. You can barely find the words to pray. But that's when having those verses tucked away, stored in your heart becomes a lifeline. They become just like a lifeline. You think about it, even if you can't say it, you're reciting it in your head, in your heart. You're encouraging yourself. I think we've all probably been there, right? Let me tell you, the most moments when the world feels like 
It's closing in. Having those scriptures that you've memorized, they become part of your prayers. They're like whispers of hope. They're like your own, when your own words fail you, they're like your own little backup plan in a sense. So imagine being able to recall a verse that speaks right into your situation, right when you need it most. It's like having that bestie, that friend, that homie, that homegirl, homeboy. It's like having them right there whispering encouragement in your ear, reminding you that you are not alone. And the third and final point is community matters. So surrounding yourself with people who uplift and encourage you, just like soldiers in a battlefield, they watch each other's backs. I just watched a movie called The Lone Survivor. So on Netflix, so awesome. So awesome. It's actually a true story. I had, I told my cousin Joanne, she watched it as well. And um, we loved it, but it was very emotionally driven movie. So just prepare yourself. But it's amazing how soldiers in the battlefield watch each other's backs, right? They stick together through thick and thin covering each other in tough times. And that's like what we can do when we're facing our own battles, surrounding ourselves with people who support us, who love us, just like soldiers in a fight. That makes a huge difference. And then there's more. In Psalms 46, 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. It's a reminder that in chaos, the most ignorant chaos moment that we're going through, that we're not alone. The challenges we face, the, the, they're the battleground, right? But if we have our swords ready, aka the word of God, and just like any warrior trains, we got to dive into it, study it and know it inside and out. Now I'm there as well, right? I'm talking to myself. You just happen to be listening in because I'm talking to myself. This is how we have to fight the battles. We got to dive into the word, study it and know it inside and out, just like when a soldier trains. And so I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as well. I'm encouraging myself to do that as well, to read a scripture a day, to memorize a scripture or a a chapter, whatever I need to memorize so that I can have it to pull out when I need it. And remember, the struggle is over. It's over, y'all. The struggle is over. And even if it's not over, even if life is throwing those punches and knocking you down, remember to stand and then stand again. We're not defenseless. And our own strength comes from our sword the word and always remember to be intentional about your joy. God bless.